Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. We, we accepted that challenge. You know, that's a that's a team that's got a championship pedigree. A lot of those guys played on that team a few years back, and and they've always been that kind of physical team, and um, you know, led by their guards and, and Pascal. So um, for us to to you know take a couple punches and keep moving, and not only you know be defensive, but fight back, push push the tempo, push push the uh, pace of the game, and get to the free throw line you know that was big for us tonight uh, especially in a night where we didn't have many guys making a lot of shots you know um, from the perimeter so when we, we get into that pain of making free throws and get to the line I think that was huge that's Mike Conley Friday night after the Jazz beat the Raptors their most recent game 2-2 two and two on the road trip and of course he thought it was huge the way they got to the free throw line and had a 41-14 to 14 advantage in free throws and Nick Nurse thought it was an outrage and thought those guys weren't going to let us win tonight and threw his mask into the crowd, yelled some profanity at the uh, refs, and got fined 50 grand for it. So it all depends what color jerseys you wear, PK. Jazz now have had a couple days off. Rudy Gobert's hip getting better, he said. And now the question is, can they beat the Bulls and finish the road trip with a winning record and go 3-2 and two on this trip? They will be home for a lot of games over the course of the next three three weeks or so. So can they finish off this road trip the right way, pick up the W, and can they play a little bit of defense? I mean, that's really a massive factor here. Now, they didn't give up a lot of points to the Raptors uh, at the free throw line, but, man, the Raptors shot the three really well. They had jazz-like numbers, 21 of 44, and still didn't get the win. So... Cut down on all those fast break points that are going up. Eliminate the 30-point quarters that Quinn Snyder has complained about and have a chance to beat the Bulls. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Well, the big news this weekend in the NBA was LeBron James got hurt. LeBron James is borderline indestructible. He was hurt. Two years ago, had the groin injury, and of course the Lakers ended up in the lottery because of that. This doesn't look that serious. It also didn't look good. Ankle sprain, uh, had an opposing player roll into his ankle, and usually when you, you twist your ankle, it goes over, but it rolls outside. This rolled inside. It looked bad. He looked like he was in a lot of pain. The Lakers say he's out indefinitely. They're just not putting a timeline on it. Does that mean two, four, six weeks? There are eight weeks left before the playoffs, which seems like the most important number, and it seems like you ought to be back before that. But for the foreseeable future, no LeBron. And without him, Suns hammered the Lakers 111-94, and Chris Paul goes over 10,000 career assists, only the sixth guy to do that. PK, no LeBron, no problem as long as he's back before the playoffs and AD's back and they get on a roll. I can't say that there's no problem. We'll have to see. He's getting older, and so this is one of the things that happens when you get older. You get more susceptible to injury, and the rehab, whatever that injury is, takes longer. So I can't say that they're the absolute shoe-in and they're going to win it, and it is no problem. We'll have to wait and see. But he's been indestructible. 
It was like Mount Olympus crumbling, seeing him out on the floor like that. I've never seen him do that. And he has just been the behemoth for so long. You think of him as indestructible because he has been. He's so big and strong and fast. I mean, he's got all the skills, obviously. And to see him on the ground on the floor like that was an unusual sight. He stayed in and hit a three, kept his double-digit scoring streak alive, but then the cold timeout, they got him out. He went to the locker room, and that was it. He left early second quarter. So, And then they said he wasn't going to go to Phoenix, but then he did go to Phoenix, and he was on Twitter saying, you know, the most painful thing is I'm not there with and for my guys. So, Yeah, by the there. time he got to Phoenix, man, I was rising. Mavericks beat the Blazers 132-92. to Luka Doncic had 37. They just lit Portland up. And the Nuggets lost. Pelicans beat them 113-108. Denver and Portland battling for fifth. They are tied right now. Somebody looks like they'll end up in that 4-5 series. And if the Jazz hold on to the top spot, of course, that's a potential second-round opponent, depending on how things play out in the opening round, obviously. Elsewhere in the NBA, the Houston losing streak got to 20. Do you get fascinated with these things, PK, when a streak gets this massive or they're losing so you just don't care? Oh, I don't care. I'm curious how long this thing gets. Well, you're into numbers. I'm not. Whatever it might be is whatever it is. It doesn't really bother me either way. Thunder squeaking past Houston, 114 to 112, the final score there. Sixers win again. They edged the Knicks. Tobias Harris, a couple of late free throws. Philly 101-100. Philly staying in front of the Nets. The Nets beat the Wizards 113-106. They are 1-2 in the East. And the Nets will be here to see the Jazz on Wednesday as the Jazz return home. So see them soon enough. Uh, The other injury in addition to LeBron is LaMelo Ball. Fractured bone, right wrist, expected to be done for the year. The injury is in the area of his thumb on his shooting hand. He's going to get a second opinion, but it doesn't look like we'll see LaMelo Ball again. Yeah, I think the big, the bigger story for the Jazz is the Bulls beat the Pistons. The Bulls played yesterday, and now they've got the game today against the Jazz. Zach Levine had 18 there. Chicago won 100 to 86, but now they have to go back to back. DJ and PK. Hashtag College Basketball. Man looking for room. Step back three for the wing. Around it off. No good. Fight for the rebound underneath. Lewis has it. Turns. Fires a three from the right corner. That's an air ball. Rebound tip. Still loose inside. It's over. It's over. Oral Roberts wins. Oral Roberts is going to the Sweet 16. Oral Roberts only the second 15 seed to advance to the Sweet 16. They were down by 10 or 11 to Florida with about 10 minutes to go. An impressive rally. Gators had a couple of shots right at the end of Force OT. They didn't go, and Oral Roberts wins 81-78. That was a good comeback by them, PK. Great comeback. Phenomenal. Yeah, wow. Look at them go. Loyola of Chicago beat an Illinois team that hasn't played him for about a decade. They finally got him in the NCAA tournament, and they took him out. And it was pretty decisive, too, 71-58. Well, Chicago's moving on to get Oregon State next. Oregon State beat Oklahoma State by 10, 80-70. The Pac-12's got a team in the Sweet 16, and they got four more teams playing for it today. This has been a great start to the tournament for the Pac-12. Outside of money, what does it get you, though? Uh, Will it change the rep and elevate the conference and all that stuff? Depends on how far they go. I mean, we could have a bunch of teams check out today, and then that won't really be a big story. Why does it need to elevate the rep? They got five teams in. Uh, 
There are leagues that get uh, eight teams in, and do kids want to stay home and play in the league because it's more competitive, or do they want to take off and go to the Big Ten or the ACC? Well, it's basketball. Nobody really cares that much. I mean, it's all about football. I keep hearing that. Like, it's like the Utes in 05 when they had the first pick of the NBA in the NFL draft. What did it get them? I mean, I just I don't know what the tangible effect is. And if you're Utah, what do you care? Syracuse picked up a, a couple of wins. They took down West Virginia, the three seed. They're getting the two seed, Houston. Houston barely escaped against Rutgers. Houston with a good comeback. They were down 10 with 10 minutes to go and were able to escape with a 63-60 win there. Locally, Utah State, BYU both out in the first round. The Cougars have been here before, and PK, we're going to get to it coming up. But uh, what do the Cougars get out of this? Where do they go from here? UCLA beat them 73-62, and BYU could not make a 3-3 three. Three of 17, a really low percentage, and that doomed them in their loss to the Bruins. Yeah, they got to get players. I mean, Mark Pope, he's got to use his charisma to get in that transfer portal and get some players that BYU normally doesn't get. And we all know what we're saying, it, but we can't say it. Uh, but we know what we're talking about and see if he can do that. All right, we will get to that coming up. And a coaching change at UNLV. Assistant coach Kevin Kruger promoted to be UNLV's head coach. He, of course, is the son of current Oklahoma coach Alon Kruger, the former UNLV coach, the father, getting the sweet coaching gig. And he's not even 40 yet. Oh, yeah, he's 38. I believe he was the first grad transfer in the NCAA when they had that rule. He was going to ASU, and he used it to be eligible the next season to play for his father at a UNLV. I think they might have gone to the Sweet 16, too. I'm not sure. I think so. I'd have to double-check that. So he's recognized as the first one to take advantage of that rule that was put in for academics, and now which is shattered, and nobody uses it for academics. <laughs> Get where you're going to go. Take those classes online and keep going. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft said the reason for his franchise going on a free agent spending binge was we're in the business to win. It's like investing in the stock market. Take advantage of corrections and inefficiencies in the market when you can, and that's what we did here. We'll see. Nothing's guaranteed and very cognizant of that, but we're not in the business to be in business. He has paid almost as much to free agents this offseason as he paid to buy the team back in 1994. 27 years ago, he bought an NFL team for the then-massive total of $172 million. He's now doled out $162 million in guaranteed money, and they're expected to do a few more deals, so he may get to $172 million. He may still pass it. Yeah, I mean, you could say that about everybody. Didn't Jerry Jones give Dak Prescott more than he gave to yeah. buy the team? The so guys, the guys the who, the yeah, right? Because Kraft got into 94 and Jerry Jones yeah. got in five years before that. That was that was the going rate in the early and mid-90s. And, of course, right. it's now gone up 10 times that, if not, you know, 15 times that. Yeah. Uh, the Rams added Deshaun Jackson on a one-year deal to bolster their lineup, so they grab a free agent wide receiver. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Joey Votto returned to spring training for the Cincinnati Reds. The first baseman tested positive for COVID-19 March 10th. 
He will remain sidelined until he's in game shape. I feel good, the 37-year-old six-time All-Star said. I'm glad to be back. I'm looking forward to putting the uniform on and joining the team. I miss playing ball. I miss being part of that group. I read putting the uniform on, and I think of that young student teacher and baseball coach, Patrick Kinahan, putting on the uni. (laughs) I was actually uh, done with student teaching at that point. I was subbing. Uh, when I put on the uniform at Deer Valley High School. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, for sure. And Joey Votto's 37, going on 19, and he wants to put on the jersey one more time. I don't so. blame him. Yeah, yeah right. absolutely, man. Play until, play until they tear the jersey off you. These are good gigs. There aren't more of them out there. Grab the one you got. Kansas City Royals signed Salvador Perez, their catcher, to a four-year contract worth $82 million. That's the richest deal in Royals history. Like four years, $82 million, almost seems quaint, PK. The richest deal in Royals history. Well, they're a smaller market. It's good to see them spend that money. Now, he's one of those guys who's been there for a good long while. I think he was on the World Series team as their catcher, and a lot of those guys have moved on. As you know, Lorenzo Cain is now the starting center fielder for your Milwaukee Brewers, and other guys have moved on, and, and uh, they're retaining him. And they got this Witt kid, the son of Bobby Witt, Supposed to be a stud, and he'll be making his, uh, I think he'll be making his appearance this season, and maybe they can get back to where they were. Perez is a five-time Gold Glover, six-time All-Star, and the 2020 AL Comeback Player of the Year. And that comeback pays off handsomely. Four years and $82 million. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up at 8 o'clock, Utah football availability. Head coach Kyle Whittingham, receivers coach Chad Bumpus. Also among the players, a couple of big names, Nick Ford moving to center, a vet along the offensive line. He's done it all for Utah. He's a South Bay guy. And Britton Covey will also speak as well today. We'll have the the Utes for you coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. And Kyle Whittingham will be right at the crack of 8 o'clock, if not 37 seconds earlier. Yak, we will be back from break and prepared. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 9 o'clock, talking March Madness. DJ and PK, what about those Cougars? We will get to them next. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.